back to my podcast. I am Camilla, your high vibe advocate. Give me 15 minutes and I will give you a high vibe world. I want to apologize in advance for my voice. I don't know how it's sounding on your end, but on my end, I'm still recovering from a bad upper respiratory infection and consequential bronchitis, which I've never had before. And I spent the last two days without any voice at all. So thank God it returned today just in time for this podcast. But uh, it's still very weak and raspy. So I am sorry if you don't like the sound of my voice right now or if you can't hear me well. Hopefully next week I will feel better and I will sound better as well. (coughs) Being sick is actually very unusual for me. I don't get sick very often. And when I do, I tend to think that it's the end of the road. Uh Uh-huh. I am one of those people that feels like I'm dying every time I'm super sick. And I've had terrible things. I've had like the swine flu and some other major things. And although those were much more impactful when they were in my body and my body was fighting them, uh, what I have now is much more long-lasting because I'm already on day nine of this particular doozy. So I am not a happy camper. Uh, And I want to get really real with you today. Uh, I feel like I owe it to you all to come clean about my real downfalls. And uh, a major one is anger issues. And I have a lot of anger issues. And I know that it doesn't always seem like that to you guys from your perspective because you only get to see the good and the kind and the patient and the giving and the understanding side of me. And that doesn't mean that I'm faking it. On the contrary, those are all real aspects of me too. And um, yeah, but uh, but those, you know, there's also a side of me that needs tons of improvement. And I haven't hidden that from you. I've always said that, that I struggle with the same topics that I talk about here. And what I share here with you guys are the coping mechanisms and the lessons that I've learned in trying to go through those things myself. Um, but yeah, but one major issue for me really is anger. And uh, not everyone knows that. Um, and uh, and this anger is not really at anybody. It's really anger towards me. Yeah, I have anger towards myself. I get so angry at myself sometimes. Uh, I also have anger at other things, at other people, at the world. For example, I'm very angry that Australia is on fire right now, and I feel hopeless because I can't really just pack up and go fight that fire in Australia and save the wildlife because obviously I'm unfit for it. And I wouldn't know what to do, and I wouldn't be helping anybody if I did that. Um, I also feel angry that, you know, in the last couple of days, it seemed that we were at the brink of, of World War III, really. And um, thank God that doesn't seem like that's where we're headed, but it's possible, and that angers me. But I feel like the worst anger that I have is the one aimed at myself. Um you know, like right now I'm, I'm angry that I overspoke the other day about my opinions regarding something to do with my best friend. And I'm angry that I got sick because I feel like I should have been healthier last year. And if I had been healthier, I would have had a stronger immune system and I wouldn't be sick right now. Uh, and I'm angry that this illness and everything else happened right now when I am facing the busiest work month of my entire career. And I'm also angry that this is how I'm starting 2020, which is a year that I labeled transformative. Um, I'm angry that the, you know, the Workers' Compensation Board decided to schedule every single deposition and hearing this month. I have multiple hearings and depositions every single day. Um, so, 
you know, and, and I don't just bottle all of this anger in. No, no, sir. I scream and I throw things and I punch things out. So for instance, in the last few days, I have screamed at the top of my lungs in self-pity that of course, all of this is happening right now, happening, happening simultaneously, happening when I want to start a health a healthy journey, you know, of transforming my eating habits and my exercising habits and right when I want to tackle organizing my files and my workspace a little bit better. And then, of course, like I said, the board decided to schedule every possible hearing and deposition this month. And every new client, you know, is contacting me right now. So everybody's getting injured at the same time somehow. Um, and, you know, all my old connections and my new connections want to network with me right now. All my old friends want to get together right now. Um, and I'm, I'm just, I'm drowning. I'm trying to recover from this. And I don't have time to be responding to everybody, catering to everyone else's needs. So yeah, and I, but but I need to be. That's my role. And so yeah, I, I threw my my house phone actually, uh, full force into the ground. That was on Monday. But I'm so weak right now that it didn't even break. How sad is that? Um, and then I punched some pillows. And I know that's harmless, but yeah, it's actually like a very. It's a great feeling. It's great at getting that anger out. Um, but then I think, why do I even let myself get that angry? You know, why am I like this? And I don't have the answer. I don't know, but I am. And trust me, this is me, you know? This is me being real with you. Being real is cool. Real is great. Real is real. And it's at that level, you know, the level of real, that we get real love. And that leads me to today's topic, which is real love. And I dedicate this podcast to my amazing husband, Scott, who truly is my very reason for living. And I know that people in the wellness and self-help world love to talk about how we are not haves, we are all whole, and that we don't need someone else to feel fulfilled. We have to be fulfilled by ourselves, and anyone we choose to love is an added bonus and a compliment to our lives. And if that's what's real for you, then that's great. And I'm, so, I'm sure that's very liberating also, because you know what? I'm sure it's great to not need anybody else but yourself. But that is not what's real for me. That is not what is true for me. I really do feel like I'm only half a person without Scott. He is my other half. He's actually my very cliche better half. And I don't choose to love him beyond, you know, every day. It's beyond my control, okay? It's completely, I love him and that's it. It's not a choice. I I feel it with every carbon fiber in my body. Um, But I guess there's a reason, obviously. It's not beyond reason. There's a reason why I love him. And the reason is that his love for me is obviously real also. And if any of you would have seen the way that this man cares for me you know i wish we were in a reality show because i I wish sometimes all these these gestures and all these moments they were being recorded and obviously they're not and i have to record them in my mind but how much he tolerates me at my worst how he's able to find me beautiful and every single one of you would run for the hills in shock if you saw me when i am four days without sleep 36 hours without shower some parts unshaved in weeks dirty curly unruly hair no makeup hormonal breakouts coming in my Invisalign nighttime retainer on, glasses on, you know, non-matching baggy PJs, coughing nonstop, crying for no reason, PMSing, you name the negative, this has been me in the past few days. And he was there by my side through all of this, giving me the most amazing amount of attention, trying to make me feel better. That is real love, you know. Real love isn't fair weather love. It's love that exists irrespective of how financial financially well you are, irrespective of your financial status, irrespective of your attractiveness factor, irrespective of your health status, irrespective of anything of that sort. It's at the soul level. And you know what? Call me corny, but I believe in love at first sight. 
this question actually came up at the dinner table when my whole family was together during the holidays, and I was shocked at how many of the women in my family said that they don't believe in real love. I mean, in, sorry, in love at first sight, uh, while many of the men in my family do. And one might say that, well, it's because men think with the other head, you know, haha. But no, that's not what the question was asking. The question wasn't, do you believe in lust at first sight? But do you believe in love at first sight? And I know many people feel that love has to be built and developed and worked on, you know, that you have to really get to know the person first. And that's all true for, for many things. But when you think about it, like when you go to adopt a baby uh, or, or uh, not only a child, but a fur baby, you love them at first sight, right? When you have a baby, you love that baby at first sight also. I mean, even if it's scary and there are all these other emotions, there's still a love that's there. <coughs> Sorry, I was trying to hold my cough, but it just decided to come. Um, so, but but let me let me level with you. And, and this is, you know, um, another flaw of mine. Because maybe, maybe we're all, you guys are all right. All, all of you don't believe in love at first sight. You might be right and I might be wrong. But um, when I met Scott... I was dating someone else, you know. I was dating my then high school sweetheart. And he, this was my first year of college. It was back in 2002. And I was randomly introduced to a very poorly dressed, sickly skinny. I mean, Scott was 120 pounds when I met him. Nerdy looking guy, right? Uh, and the moment that our eyes met, I could basically cry about it right now if I wanted to, just thinking about it. Like, I knew. I felt instantly all the feelings, you know, all the, 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 the clues that it was love. But, you know, I had never loved before. I thought I had, but I hadn't. So I didn't know that it was love. And I fought that feeling hard because I had a handsome, wealthy, caring, amazing boyfriend whose parents knew mine and they went to the same church. And, you know, he had knew me even when I was dressed down. And so I, I could be comfortable with being myself around him. And he was funny and intelligent. And yet, I chose to sacrifice all of that for this Jewish skinny nerdy boy that really lit a fire inside my soul. And you see, my soul recognized his. And that's what happened. And that is love at first sight. And it is real. I fought hard against how I felt. I, um, I, I really, I even wished him dead at some point. I know that sounds horrible, but there were times that I didn't want to even have a choice to go after him uh, because he was the harder choice for me in many, for many reasons, reasons that are beyond the scope of this podcast. But he was my love. He was my love at first sight. He was my real love. And real love means that you don't have to try hard to feel the way you do. The person doesn't need to be perfect and you don't need to be perfect for them. You know, you guys just love each other at a basic level, at the soul level. There's no effort, you know, there doesn't need to be, sorry, Malibu's on me right now, so any noise you're hearing, it's her, okay, it's not me. Um, <laughs> I had to pick her up because she was pacing around the floor and I didn't want to have extra sounds in the podcast. Um, so yeah, so there's no effort, there doesn't need to be there, you know, you, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't enjoy getting dressed up for each other, because Kat and I love that, we love being beautiful for one another and and doing crazy, amazing things for each other and traveling together and having an amazing time. But when you are at your lowest of lows, it, you know, you, you have to be okay by each other's side and in each other's company. And for Scott and I, we are only okay in those moments. We're only okay in each, other com- in each other's company and in no one else's. We're most comfortable with one another. And we don't need anything for that. Real love is endless and it's eternal. It doesn't run out of conversation because it doesn't even need conversation. The energy is so pure, so complete. 
You know, there's genuine admiration. And you see, admiration is a feeling that is filled with love, as is gratitude, as is appreciation. And I feel all of that for him. And I wanted to talk about this with you guys today because the last two days, I have been so miserable. It's been hard to do anything, you know. I feel fat. I feel gross and smelly. I look horrible. And I'm sure those of you who, you know, who follow me on social media must have been suspected that because I don't post pictures of myself during low light reel, you know. I only post pictures of myself during my highlight reel. So I haven't been posting pictures of myself because I feel like shit. That's the truth. And this man stood there like my nurse, going with me to the doctor, making sure I got all the medications I needed, making sure that I had company, and staying up with me when I couldn't sleep, despite the fact that he has almost a two-hour commute each, way, each day into, Man, uh, into Manhattan, you know, like each way, each day. I, I hate saying that sentence is so long. Um, but every day, he commutes each way for almost two hours, and... It's crazy, and he stayed here, and he he didn't want me to be alone, staying up at night. So we were watching uh, TV together, shows together. He told me how much he loves me, and he told me how beautiful I am. All these days when I was literally a monster in every way, appearance-wise and behavior-wise, and he endured me talking a lot of shit out of you know, um, and and, and taking a lot of shit out on him, and. Um, you know, things that aren't his fault, they're all my fault. And he's hes out of this world amazing. And even though I may not have known the name for it, I knew that I felt love for him at first sight because my soul was able to recognize these qualities in him. And I didn't even need it. I didn't even need to know him yet. I ended up finding them all out. But it was something that I, I definitely felt at first sight. So I hope that all of you who are in search of real love uh, if you haven't found it, I hope that that you do find it. And first, I want you to know that it's got to come from yourself towards yourself. You know, you got to love yourself completely, even your flaws. Not in a way where you don't try to improve them, but in a way to recognize that they exist and own them so that you can start working on becoming a better version of you. But also, I want to remind you that you are only going to be loved to the extent to which you allow yourself to be seen. Because when you hold back, when you only share parts of you, when you pretend to be fine when you're not, or you try to fit into a mold that you think the other person wants, you can never truly trust that you have been chosen and loved for all of you. Because the truth is, you are chosen and you are loved for the parts that you decide to share and show. And if you want to be completely loved, you have to show yourself completely. you got to be comfortable with your whole you. And I say this with pure intentions, that all of you fall in love with real, that you, are, that you fall in love with your real self, with your whole self, that you can find real love. When you feel those butterflies and when you want to start a relationship that's going to blossom, don't pick and choose what you show that person. Be you. Show all of you. You know, the right person will accept all of you and will fall in love with it all. And they will be able to see you as perfectly imperfect in the best way. Scott, I love you. Thank you for being my rock and my role. I am grateful for every choice that I made that led me to you. You are my everything. Thank you so much uh, for accepting all of me. The great, the terrible, the beautiful, and the ugly. And that is all we have for today. 
Thank you for listening to me and for being with me and for being a part of my journey. I am Camilla, your High Vibe Advocate. Looking forward to your outreach at highvibeadvocate.com and your follow on Instagram at High Vibe Advocate. And as always, looking forward to our next meeting right here on my channel. See you next Wednesday.